Welcome to the Hey Legal Quiz with me, Edith Forrest. The aim of this quiz is to provide some light-hearted entertainment during lockdown and beyond. I'll be asking 20 questions of leading Scottish legal figures, questions which give insight to their careers and their lives beyond the law. So let's begin. This free Hey Legal podcast is brought to you with the support of Caseload from De Novo Business Intelligence. This podcast is brought to you by Workflow Solutions, specialists in records and document management, scanning and digitization, managed print, cloud and IT solutions. Hello, Edith. Thank you Hello. for joining us for the, what is the inaugural Hey Legal quiz. Um, how are you getting on? I'm very well, thank you. Yourself? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Now we crack on. Uh, we have 20 questions here. So I will start with number one. If you weren't a lawyer, what would you be? Well, um, growing up, I never actually had any real desire to be a lawyer. I always wanted to be a vet. Um, but unfortunately, I was given very poor advice during high school um, and was not guided on what subjects I was to take, which should have included three sciences. I only did two. So um, those plans to be a vet were kind of scuppered. And uh, in my sixth year, I was then asked about an alternative. So I thought about law and said that uh, and then went on to do my university degree. And I'm very, very grateful that I did take that course rather than I don't know where I'd be sticking my hand now if I was a vet. Um, and certainly I don't have that desire anymore. So, yeah, I would probably be a vet, but thankfully I'm not. Okay, good. Number two, did you have a nickname at school? If so, what was it and why were you given it? Um, no, I didn't actually have any nicknames at school. So, no answer to that question, I'm no, afraid. at all? Nothing? <laughs> no. No, okay. No, that I'm aware of anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not to my face. <laughs> Were you a swatty type at school? Um, I was conscientious and worked hard, but um, I don't know that you'd call me swatty in the sense of, I don't know, when I think of a swat, I imagine a real, these people that were in your class that just got everything right and <laughs> were really not very, <laughs> I don't know, you avoided. Um, so no, I was, I was hardworking, conscientious, but I wouldn't say I was swatty. Okay. What was your first job? My first job was working for Red Bull. So I was uh, provided with a Vitara Jeep which had been fitted with a huge Red Bull can in the back. And my job was to basically drive around Scotland, handing out free cans um, <laughs> and drinking my body weight and the stuff as well. <laughs> Sounds good. Flying around Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> How do you define success? Um, I think success is probably when you achieve that when you're happy happy in what you're doing that's your job success would be measured by being content uh, with what you're doing happiness with it um, I think that's probably a definition that I would consider of success okay favorite drink um I don't know I <laughs> I just drink water these days, so it probably would just be water, I think. I don't have a favourite drink or alcoholic drink. I don't partake anymore, so um, I suppose it has to be water, my answer. 
Okay. Um, what don't you like about your job? Um, the one thing that I really dislike is when you have a clash of um, a diary clash where you, which happen, it can happen quite often. You know, you're you're due to do a trial or two trials around about the same time, and usually you can juggle it a bit. But if you can't, then inevitably you're letting someone down. So. I really hate that about my job, letting letting people down, letting agents down. Quite often, I try not to make it at the last minute, but sometimes you're, you're put in a position where you, you have to. So that's the a big downside to it. Um, okay. I suppose a lot of the evidence we deal with as well, I can't say that I enjoy that, but it's part of the job and you kind of just have to go on and, and deal with it. That's the, that's the business we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, which was your most memorable case or project to date? The most memorable case that I've been involved in and I think ever will be involved in is was the case of Malcolm Webster. Um, and in fact, the, I can't remember, it was the ITV um, dramatised it. They made a, a kind of dramatisation of the, the story. Uh, disappointing not to see any any court scenes with me portrayed by somebody in it, but anyway, um, so it was an it was an absolutely incredible case, um, and I was one of the two junior counsel uh, for the defence with um, Edgar Price QC leading us, and in fact, um, Derry Og QC, who sadly passed away recently, he he prosecuted the case, and it was such a <clears throat> such an interesting case to to be involved with. Um, and I remember the trial itself was so enjoyable. I used to get up in a, of a morning really excited to get to court because it was almost like sitting through a soap opera. It was just so different and interesting. And it, um, it was also, um, it kind of was carried across the world. It was evidence from New Zealand and, and allegations from New Zealand as well. So, yeah, an incredible case and one that I will will never forget and as I say I don't think we'll ever experience one again like it Okay, tell me one thing that would surprise me about you um, Probably that as part of my fitness regime I do boxing <laughs> not kind of uh, knocking folk out but <laughs> certainly <laughs> Donning a pair of boxing gloves and punching bags and uh, pads with other people. In fact, um, we did a we did a podcast with Mandy Byrne from Cyclebox, which is where I do my boxing. Um, so I would encourage you all to go and listen to that. Um, so yeah, I really really enjoy it. Um, Cyclebox, West End of Glasgow, obviously shut at the minute, but um, definitely something to be in mind once the lockdown's over. Okay. What traits in others irritate you the most? Um, I think the most irritating trait is probably selfishness. People just thinking of themselves. Um, and maybe not a trait, maybe just a habit, but I find whistling most irritating and utterly pointless. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, favourite flavour of crisps? <laughs> um, favourite flavour of crisps are salt and vinegar. <laughs> okay, do you have any irrational fears? 
Um, uh, not irrational. I don't. I'm not particularly um, fond of heights, but I wouldn't say it was an irrational fear. Okay. Um, oldest pair of shoes. Uh, who wrote these questions? <laughs> <laughs> I think the oldest pair of shoes or boots that I have um, must be about ten or twelve years old, but I just still absolutely love them. Can't can't get a pair to replace them. Nothing seems to come close. So they still look reasonable um, despite the age. <laughs> <laughs> Who had the biggest influence on your career in the law? Um, that would have to be, I think, the late Lord Fraser, who was a, a dear family friend of ours and who was the person that encouraged me to, to go to the bar. Um, and he, when I'd shown or asked, I mean, I just asked a few questions about it. And the next thing he'd arranged for me to meet up with, again, Edgar Praise in Cafe Gandolfi and uh, during over the course of about an hour and a half's lunch, he shouted at me and by the end of the lunch had um, arranged several masters and my date that I would start my, my exams for faculty. So probably Lord Fraser and, and Edgar had a, a, certainly a huge influence on me calling at the Scottish bar. Okay. Favourite chocolate bar? Not Scottish bar, chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, probably a flake. What's the fanciest event you've ever been to? Um, don't like to bum my chat, but um, I mean, I've been to quite a few. I, I've had to pick one. I, I used to go to the the House of Lords every year. My my dad. Um, used to arrange a dinner down there which was incredible that was that was very special but probably the fanciest event was and again it was connected with that charity that my dad was involved with um, but uh, fanciest event was the European Song Contest in Baku we were invited as guests of the president's sister-in-law um, and as well as going to the European Eurovision Song Contest um, we went to a number of kind of star-studded exclusive dinners and all the rest of it. Um, so that was very special. Baku was an incredible place, uh, a city of real extremes, extreme wealth, extreme poverty. Um, but yeah, that, that would probably have to be it. Okay. What quirks do you have? Quirks? Um... I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, pass. I don't know. Probably have to ask somebody else. <laughs> what job would you be terrible at? I think anything to do with finances or anything of that ilk. Um, <laughs> numbers, maths is definitely not my strong point. Okay. What is the weirdest talent you have? Um, I can fit my entire fist in my mouth, but I'll not be doing that. <laughs> and final question, what new skill have you learned in lockdown? Sorry, um, or enjoyed most about lockdown? 
Okay, I was going to say, I don't think I've learned a new skill. Um, but I've thoroughly enjoyed lockdown. I must say that um, <laughs> if, if somebody were able to pay my bills, then I would quite happily continue. <laughs> um, I haven't found it, although the days, weeks, months now, I suppose, have kind of merged into one, I cannot say that I have been bored in any way at any time. Um, I've just thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it's probably been a good thing for everyone just to reset and certainly speaking to people, whether that just be my friends or people, colleagues in the law, everybody is commenting on how the pace of life before lockdown was just ridiculous. I think we all just got, you know, whirred up into a frenzy of work, work, work. And this is obviously the polar opposite of that, where people have been forced not to work. Um, And yeah, as I say, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> that says more about me, but um, I'm sure there'll come a point where I am keen to get back to work. Yeah. But for now, um, I'm sure that's very common. I think everyone's just finding a bit of recalibration of everything that they're doing. So um, that's very common. So, well, thank you. Um, all that it leaves me to ask you now is to say, who would you like to nominate to be the next person to take part in the Healy Go Get to Know You quiz? <laughs> <laughs> oh, who can I inflict this upon? Um, I think I will choose Mr. Thomas Ross, QC, my colleague at Benchmark Advocates. I'm sure he'll be able to I will enjoy answering some of these questions. <laughs> I'm sure I'd be delighted. Okay, well, listen, thank you so much for your time. Okay, take care. And uh, we'll look forward to hearing from Mr. Ross in due course. Thank you, Ali. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Hey Legal Quiz. We are releasing more episodes weekly, so please sign up for free to Hey Legal on our website to access our free content, legal updates and more. Plus follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram and on all podcasting platforms.